friends. Welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you some tidbits and then go watch it while we eat some snacks. I am the one and only Mantis Boggin, and it's time to get spooky. And I'm Brianna, and I'm ready to get spooked. And today... Hard. <laughs> and today we'll be watching the American supernatural horror film, The Conjuring. The devil made me do it. Ooh, spooky. Before we get into the movie of the night, however, Brianna and I are going to talk about our expectations and then discuss some things we learned about it while easily scanning the internet. And of course, as always, please go check us out. Uh, that is me and Max over at Dopeflix. Uh, we are actually covering Loki, the new series over there, with our buddy Kyle, and that is uh, is really enjoyable. So go check us out at at Dopeflix, uh, anywhere you can get your podcast. Brianna, how you doing today? Girl, if I sound any better than I ever have before, I would just like to shout out this thing I have to stare into. Brianna has really upped her podcast game. She got some kind of microphone enclosure and a little table, and she's essentially a professional uh, DJ now, so... So yeah, if you guys are having a party, bar mitzvah, you know, quinceanera, call me up. I can work an iPad, iPod, sorry, like a genius. Nice. Gonna see Brianna on 94.5, jamming 94.5, Boston classic. (laughs) Let's get into the movie of the night. Tidbits. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, is the third Conjuring movie and the eighth installment in the Conjuring universe. Yes, that is right. There have been eight Conjuring universe movies. This is the third of the Conjuring names. Uh, This one is specifically based on the book, The Devil in Connecticut, which is about a murder from back in the 80s. And it was like the first murder trial where the dude uh, claimed to be like possessed by the devil. Like it was actually went to court and it was like, I'm possessed by the devil. That's how I murdered all these people. Like the devil actually made him do it. Yeah, the devil made him do it. (laughs) It's an hour and 57 minutes long, but we'll see. We'll see about that. Hopefully, hopefully closer to an hour 48. I'm going to go. You're going to go 49. I'm going to go. 50. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. I'll take it. Uh, 51 51 my bad <laughs> that's no definitely not 51 it's probably you're probably going to be close you're probably going to win that one originally set to release in september of last year late september obviously because it's a spooky movie uh pandemic reasons happened and they decided to release it this summer i never get why they'll release why they release movies spooky movies during the summer i know this one is obviously different you know extreme circumstances but still they do it all the time and it it never makes any sense to me that's because you can only see so many at halloween i guess that's true but i guess the lead up people people always like spooky movies there is a a a horror movie called following just just in general just the the horror movie genre is very culty uh this movie is directed by michael chavis who directed uh to bury a friend by billy eilish her music video and he directed The Curse of La Lorna, which is another another classic in the in the horror realm. That that movie made like $150 million off like a $25 million budget, Brianna. So. I honestly, yeah. I wanted to see it, but then I ran out of people to see it with, aka like one person, and I never saw it because it's not a movie I want to see by myself. No, definitely not. This is the, 
spooky movies are not something that you want to watch by yourself. There are weirdos that do. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I like spooky movies by myself, like you're a weirdo. And we love you for it, but you're still a weirdo. Well, we love you for it, but you're still a weirdo. Uh, This is also written by David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. How about that for a mouthful? Uh, he's, he's I thought those were all different people when I read that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. David Leslie Johnson hyphen McGoldrick. Oh. So, David Leslie, y'all. He has written a, uh, The Orphan. Ooh. Excuse me, yeah, The Orphan, the creepy girl movie, uh, Red Riding Hood, Wrath of the Titans, which is, I believe, the sequel to Clash of the Titans. He also wrote the second Conjuring movie, so this, the one this is a sequel to. And uh, he wrote 12 episodes of The Walking Dead throughout its its time on television. He also wrote Aquaman, uh, the screenplay for that. He's oh, writing good. the next Aquaman. Goody. Okay. <laughs> and uh, he's also doing the new Nightmare on Elm Street that's in pre-production. So, not, you know, not bad. Professional, professional writer by every stretch of the word. Uh, James Wan said he didn't want to direct these anymore, but still thought the story had places to go. So, aka, he wanted to make some motherfucking money, but he was bored and didn't want to direct them anymore. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to deal with this, but I would like to make some motherfucking money. Well, I was reading that James Wan also didn't direct the third Insidious. It's because he's probably just like, ah, it's enough. Do you think he just doesn't like three? Well, I mean, like. Maybe like well, maybe he's just like he's just like after a couple, he's like I want to do something different. He's and only I know a two I'm buck gonna... chuck. Yeah, well, <laughs> good shout out, uh, Trader Joe's. <laughs> um, you know, wh- if if you made something super successful, it's kind of like the Saw too. Like the guy who directed Saw one and two, and then just didn't do the rest of the saws because uh, like somebody's gonna buy from you. They're gonna they're gonna give you money for taking your property, and then you can go and do other stuff. You can have that pay for it. It's that's probably tough to do. Like. So, so many different ones because this is the only conjuring movie i guess that isn't set like in a house like it's not supposed to be like a haunted house style conjuring movie so uh, you know i guess we'll see what happens i i don't know i also don't know if these people had anything to i'm assuming they did but did like they went and talked to these guys in the 80s to to see if they were actually possessed who the fucking the Warrens, the people Ed Warren and Vera Farmiga, Ed and Lorraine, yeah, Ed they were like legit. I think consulted on the case because this guy was like, "The devil made me do it," and the <laughs> they called the Warrens because they were like the only people that were into supernatural phenomena like that. And so, fair enough. I uh, yeah, the Warrens pe- were like legit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, they've the. Patrick Wilson uh, stars Ed Warren and Vera Farmiga star Lorraine Warren. And they are the people who most people know them from as uh, the people who, the people who. Uh, they were in The Conjuring. Was, They're the Warrens. No, I know. But I, <laughs> they, 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 they inspired the Amityville horror. And. And okay, that, that, that wasn't like Patrick things. Wilson and Vera Farmiga, but it no, was No, not Warrens. Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga, but the Warrens. The Warrens are the people who, yeah. Um, this movie also stars Sterling Gerrans as Judy Warren, Rowery O'Connor as Arne Johnson, and the names just keep getting more obscure from there, so I'm not even going to get into it. Production began in June of 2019 and finished around August of 2019. 
all in Atlanta, Georgia. ATL. Georgia? Please don't. <laughs> at, the, at the time of recording, it has a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb based on 36,739 reviews. It also has a 57% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 20, uh, 203 reviews and 84% audience score based on 1,000 plus reviews. 53% on Metacritic and 92% of Google users like this movie, but as Max likes to say, hogs to the trough. You know what rating you're actually missing, the most important one? Tell me. It would be Billy Eyelash's rating system of she enjoyed it because she got to see an early screening of it. So if Billy says that it's enjoyable, it will be enjoyable. Well, I'm already giving it a 50 out of 50 popcorn bags then, if that's the case. <laughs> well, if Billie Eilish recommends it, yeah, it's going to yeah, be a banger. Yeah. Are you excited for this movie, Brianna? What do, you, what do you think? Well, I'm excited in the sense that I can't wait to see some real spooky shit and probably squeal like a little baby. But that's what now, I, I have. I'm probably going to keep the lights on, too. Yeah, me too, definitely. I haven't seen the other two. Don't feel like I really need to. They didn't name it The Conjuring 3. They named it The Conjuring. The devil made me do it. And <clears throat> they do that shit on purpose so people don't have to see the first two. So I'm just going to... I know the story. I know the people. I'm going to take it for what it is. I'm not super excited. It seems a little too long. It needs to be maybe like an hour and... What happened to hour 24 minute long movies? Come on. Bring those back. I would take an hour 40. That's a solid number. Like an hour 40 of actual screen things, not credits, but like screen time. Hour 40, perfect. But, you know, as someone that has seen most of the movies in the the Conjuring verse, (laughs) they're... The Conjuring verse? (laughs) The CCU? Yeah, I don't really remember the Conjuring movies as much as I remember Insidious. And Insidious, Sis, the Insidiouses... They're scary. There's some good jump scares in there, and uh, I recommend those. The Conjuring is good. Um, You know, like the Annabelle ones are good, but the Conjuring itself is pretty scary because it's real. I better not be jump scared tonight. Did you have any tidbits, Brianna, before we uh, head on out? Honestly, yeah, you kind of took them all. There really wasn't too many. There was just a lot of, like, I wanted to write it, but then I didn't want to write it tidbits. But um, other than that, there wasn't too many things that weren't spoilers that I could find. So I didn't scroll down that far. I didn't want to be spoiled. Fair enough. Then give me your two synopsi and and we can head out of here. The synopsises are longer than I think the entire tidbits section that I had. Okay. (sighs) Okay. So here comes the real one. Paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren take on one of their most sensational cases of their careers after a cop stumbles upon a dazed and bloody young man walking down the road. Accused of murder, the suspect claims demonic possession as his defense, forcing the Warrens into supernatural inquiry unlike anything they've ever seen before. Mm, okay spooky so that's the whole movie basically Uh, (laughs) yeah that's pretty much exactly what happened well the other one i found was too short it wasn't exciting what's yours (laughs) oh mine 
everyone's favorite spooky milf and dilf astral project all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one way better. All right, everybody. <laughs> grab your soup and your bongs and your bowls, and we are going to pack them up. And in three, two, one. <sighs> and we're back from watching The Conjuring. The Republicans made me do it. Uh, Brana, what did you think of The Conjuring? The devil made me do it. I honestly am very... This movie sucks. Yeah, I'm very, this... very disappointed. Dis- like, super disappointed. 100% girl. This was the hardest I've had to suspend disbelief in a movie in a very long time. Especially because they kept trying to push the whole based on true events bullshit. This was bad, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, terrible movie alert. Like, this is the worst movie we have seen in a while, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, but you're... You have this whole thing about, like, the conjuring in there. You're trying to put religion onto you. And if... Mr. Like, I don't have to see the other two. Like, I'm ready to just see this one. You have to see the other two because they talk about, they're not like trying to push Jesus onto you, but they are religious-y. No, I understand that. And I'm I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to downplay the religious aspects. Like, outside of all the, the like, well, God is good and satanic cults thing. Like, that's like, I, I get that. Like, I, taking that out of my head, this movie sucked. Like, no clear act breaks. I I know it was the first case to plead not guilty by way of possession, but it def could not have been the best. And I like they could have just like brought it into the world. I know they maybe weren't a part of other possession, but like this movie just sucked. Like the story was weird. It was initially about the possession, but then it turned into like some man or cult being after the Warrens, like astral projecting. With, okay, that's not what it was like. like but- it, sure. it pretty much was. The, it pretty much was, but the, but like it, it, Brianna, it ended up being about like someone being after the Warrens now. And they, the, they were after the Warrens, but it, it doesn't like directly lead them to like she was after them the whole time. It's it turned into a possession, but then it was a weird love story that we didn't need to see, and you can tell that James Wan. Definitely didn't play a huge part in this one, and he probably should have. It was definitely the most disappointing out of the entire Conjuring verse. Did the other two end with happy endings as well? They have, like, nice endings. They're not necessarily happy. Like, they don't end with, I don't know, what do you want them to end with? I mean, at the end of this one, spoiler alert, like when the kid who murdered that man, like in cold blood, turns around in the courtroom and smiles at the Warrens while that like upbeat song is playing. I didn't expect that's how the movie would end. He was like, oh, yeah. And then it like scrolled across like, oh, he only served five years in prison and he married that nice girl that he really liked in the movie, too. I'm like, what? Well, first <laughs> off, one of my biggest problems was that the guy who played Arnie was way more attractive, like light years more attractive than the actual arnie so that didn't really help because <laughs> when they show the real arnie at the end like there's real photographs of him like he looked funny <laughs> yeah he looked like shaggy from scooby-doo girl like he, he, he was even, like... okay he didn't even look that good <laughs> 
<laughs> apparently in the 80s they just let murder suspects have all kinds of visitors in in with them yeah there's Thank no you. fucks given in the justice system in the 80s apparently <laughs> especially if you're murdering someone and they're gonna try to get the death penalty on you they're like yeah invite your family over for dinner we'll have it in your cell no big deal <laughs> i just like not scary very dumb the camera worked wigged me out a lot it was okay in certain points and then too much at other points the movie is stupid as hell. Yeah, very fair me goes hot. That's it. Yeah, but her outfits are just so like dated. It's oh, like, it come so on, Lorraine. Weird. It's the eighties. What are you wearing? I know. Bitch? Like what are you wearing? <laughs> she's she's dressing like it's nineteen sixty two. And she works in an office. <laughs> like it's so weird. <laughs> At the end of the movie, this is a big spoiler, but don't like I don't care. Don't go see it. At the end of the movie, uh, the demon just leaves, and it's because Patrick Wilson goes, the curse is broken, and uh, and then the demon gets killed by the same demon, but it's the uh, scarier demon. Yeah, that's lots how the of, movie like, ends. Bones cracking, which is not something I'm into, but no. like there was a whole theme of like bones cracking and snapping and like people break in at the hips and it's that was weird for me uh yeah i just didn't like how it went from that and then immediately to like the oh we're in the courtroom now but vera farmiga's gonna smile at this kid who murdered that guy because she knows that it was actually the devil and not really his schizophrenia it was the devil i guess it was the devil well it wasn't exactly the devil right like it was just uh. a demon the de a demon made me do it well, do you want to give your your score, and then I I'll explain to the class what happened, so they don't have to see it. Yeah, I'm giving it a four out of fifty popcorn <laughs> bags, with, with a hearty no do uh recommendation in all senses of the word. This is easily going to be the shortest episode we've ever done, and there's a reason for it. I'm gonna give it a spoopy thirteen out of fifty. Nom nom nom. Wow, that's higher. That's higher than I thought. <laughs> Only <laughs> that's because than I thought. Vera and Patrick Wilson, so fine. <laughs> yeah, they're very attractive people, but that's why they only get four out of me. They get two points for each of their attractiveness. No, I gave them a thirteen because it's spooky. There was a. Uh, there, I would definitely wouldn't recommend it unless you've no. seen every other one in the Conjuring verse. Go for it if you hate yourself, but you don't really need to see it. Just rewatch. I don't know, like the Nun. Yeah, the devil doesn't like lesbians. That we we established this in this movie. Yeah, there was a, it was a there was a hate an, crime. It was yeah, it was very anti LGBTQ plus <laughs> demons. Um, and. Uh, I guess we'll just get right into it. Spoiler zone. Uh, there's, a, there's a part where I just want to mention that. Uh, <laughs> this is really funny. Uh, Vera Farmiga is astral projecting and going into the body of the girl who killed her friend and then jumped into the lake or whatever. And she's like, something terrible happened here. And then they cut to just like two girls like sharing a nice moment where they're holding hands and like giving each other a bracelet. And it just immediately seemed like... She's just like, yeah, she would hate gay people or crazy, crazy church ass. Um, that was that was my favorite part of the movie, and uh, probably the only thing other outside of the fact that it was ten minutes shorter than it was supposed to be. 
So least favorite parts, favorite parts, Brianna. What yeah, do you got? yo, what the fuck up is with HBO Max? Why every time that we watch a movie for this and we try to sync up our times, our movie lengths are already completely different. And then whenever we try to catch up to each other, it never happens. Like, what the fuck, HBO? What are you I know, doing? I, what do I pay fourteen ninety nine for? I know. It doesn't make any sense. We were 12 seconds apart the entire time. And at first, we were like 30 seconds apart. It's so bizarre. And I didn't steal it this time. So, I don't know. I, I have HBO Max. I have HBO Either Max, way. too. And I don't see why I have it. Because they just... <laughs> fucked it up the whole time anyway least favorite parts favorite parts that was one of my least favorite parts hbo max thank you <laughs> well google said it was an hour 57 minutes and it was really only an hour 46 minutes so mine topped thing. out at an hour 51 like had i watched everything it would have been an hour 51 just like i That's predicted interesting That's <laughs> uh so let me explain it to you so the conjuring <laughs> the devil made me do it it starts off as Arnie murdering that poor, gross guy that has the dog kennel. And then you find out that it's not a possession, it's a curse. But I don't know why the Wednesday Adams went after the kid with the glasses and Arnie just to get to the Warrens. Like, how did she know that, like, this would all go down? Because it was in this little central location of Connecticut. Was she like, if I possess this kid, the Warrens will definitely show up because I've been whapping over them. So, I mean, we get it. They're hot. And I would probably try to curse someone, too, to meet them. But I just, I didn't get it. There was a weird, there was a weird disconnect to that as to like why she was after them in the first place and then like it just turns out that you know love really conquers all <laughs> and that's the whole point of the movie was like oh man like ed and lorraine's love is so powerful it can fucking stomp out this curse my ass <laughs> that's that's quite literally what happened because at the very end of the movie ed warren becomes possessed for some reason the, it, it, he's he's the whole time he's just kind of dealing with a, a heart problem and Vera Farmiga is the one who's dealing with these like projections and possessions in her head and then he just becomes possessed and they start like first of all I did like the shout out to uh The Shining um but a little over the top on that one he's just like chasing her through this like Silence of the Lambs dungeon with a fucking hammer trying to smack her in the head and she's going no Ed no you can't and for some reason, he just he just keeps going at her and at her until he stops, comes to, and says, this is over. <laughs> and it is. That's it. That's it. But that's, like, the whole thing. Like, you asked me what the gazebo meant at the end with, like, the happy ending. And it was because Lorraine explained to, I think, the creepy priest guy or the creepy former priest about how... Maybe it wasn't him. I don't know. She was explaining to somebody. I don't remember. She was explaining to someone how her and Ed met when they were in high school and she went to the movies and he was like one of the ticket takers. And then they met up after the movie and they walked and then it started to rain. And so they stood under this gazebo and still it's, until it stopped raining. And that's why it had such significance. That's and lame. that just went to that. show that like love really does do it all. Like, <laughs> I hate that. The, don't put that in my fucking horror movies, bro. 
That's why this wasn't this shit wasn't spooky. That's spooky why it was all. so scary because you're just like, ooh, this isn't real. <laughs> where were the parents this whole movie? Yeah, like, where God were the damn. parents? I fucking hated the girl Debbie. Whoever, I'm sorry, whoever this actress is, but you really, really did a good job at making me fucking hate you. <laughs> the little woman's sister girl, the one who was pissed because the devil was telling her boyfriend to kill himself. Yeah, she just she like she made it out. all about herself. She was like, "Oh my god, Arnie, like what are you doing?" And then it was like her love was more powerful than anything too because at the end when he gets possessed, she was like, "I'll bring him back." And it's like, "It wasn't you, you bitch. It was the Warrens who destroyed the altar. It wasn't your love that brought him back." Barf. Barf. Uh, also, another big gripe I have about the altar is that when Lorraine first gets down to the the Buffalo Bill basement, before she puts her lotion on, she tries to knock the altar over down herself because, like, they say, like, oh, if you destroy the altar, you'll destroy the curse. So she's, like, trying to push the altar over with all of her might. And then at the end, when... Ed smashes it with a sledgehammer. It's like a completely different looking altar. And it was like, well, no wonder she couldn't push it over. Why did they change the altar? There was a huge continuity problem there for me. Yeah. The the fact that I feel like the fact that I feel like the fact that James Wan did not have anything to do with this really showed through. Also, yeah, when I want to hear fun 80s bops and movies, I'll watch Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm not going to watch The Conjuring to listen to Blondie. Yeah, or like <laughs> Slasher, like like Friday the 13th, you could do something like that. Like Cheeky Horror, like Halloween Friday can get away with stuff like that. Friday the 13th has their own like like theme, though, because they know. They know what's up. <laughs> yeah, and no, but I feel like when you're killing teens and like... You're, like the American Horror Story, nineteen eighty-four, flashing boobies. Yeah, I want to yeah, hear like some can... Van Morrison, but <laughs> Van Morrison, Van Halen. Yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. But not in the Conjuring. Uh, they didn't know what they were doing in this in this movie, and it really felt like they didn't know what kind of tone they were trying to strike. It felt like they were trying to do several different things, and it seemed like there was a decent amount of input from a lot of different people because it was not very thorough. Yeah, if this was, like, the first movie in what would be a series, I'd be like, okay, you know, that was the first one. They didn't know better, but, like, came from the guy that made The Curse of La Llorona. Like, it's not like he just made anything. He didn't make some stupid, scary movie. He made The Curse. And then he's you know come from other things, and it's like the... <sighs> you know what's interesting? I actually watched his short today called The Maiden. Uh, it was about six minutes long, and it was very similar to this movie. The main character, the main villain, the woman, looked exactly like that the one in Maiden. Uh, also, there was a scene where hands came out of a water bucket and grabbed someone's face, as in this movie, hands came out of a water bed and grabbed someone's face. Um, very similar kind of like take you kind of vibes. Uh, so that's, I, I think that he drew a lot of inspiration from that, which makes sense, you know what I mean? But, I don't know. I, yeah, but I, no I one's heard really of The Maiden, and we've all heard of The yeah. Conjuring, so, <sighs> boop. <laughs> yeah, very weird. Double I hated it. Not, some, not something I could ever get behind. And I like scary movies. 
this was not a good horror movie. This was not a slasher film. This was not like a psychological thriller. There were no elements to this movie in which I would re- uh, I, I, I could enjoy any bit of it. There, I could not not recommend this enough. Don't yeah, go see it. it's really, it's just really upsetting to me. All like I was, I had some parts where I jumped because you know, if like a leaf moves the wrong way, I'll jump. <laughs> But yeah, were, well, you were constantly like... <gasps> but they were all, like, very predictable. Like, for the most part, I could sit there and know that, like, nothing scary was going to happen. But then there was parts where you were like, yeah, I should probably brace myself. <laughs> yeah, and it had nothing to do with the music building up or anything like that. It was just like, oh, like, must be happening. Here we go. Mm. Well, that's the review. Nobody go see it. We 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 hated it. We'll never watch it ever again. And Brianna, being the Conjuring expert, gives it a flat 13 out of 50 stars. I'm not Conjuring expert, but I'm nom, more nom, of like noms. a... <sighs> if this one didn't exist, the Conjuring verse would be great. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you watch this week? You know what I watched? Uh, I watched two things that are noteworthy. I watched Bo Burnham Inside. A lot of people talking about that. You like it? Honestly, it made me kind of depressed. Uh, I don't know if that was his intention. But overall, his music, the songs were good. Because he has that kind of like comedic song thing that he does. That's his vibe. They were good. I wish I didn't have to see it. Maybe that's what bummed me out. Like seeing it. I wish I could have just listened to it. Why? I don't know. Because it's just... There's, like, a lot of, like, silences where he's just trying to figure stuff out and you're like, oh, man, like, he was really living through this where he was depressed and he didn't go outside and you're like, uh. (laughs) So that's where I wish I didn't have the visualizations of uh, seeing Bo Burnham sinking into depression. Just like you don't want to see anyone do that. It's just like a little, like, ooh. (laughs) Yeah. What do I do? Um... Yeah, get BetterHelp. Uh, sponsor us BetterHelp. What else you watch? I watched Kajillionaire. Did you like it? No. <laughs> really? Not at all? No. I liked it more than this movie, but for the most part, I know I say this every movie, but I was truly very confused this whole movie. Um, I did think that Evan Rachel Wood does a great deep voice. <laughs> And that's really my biggest takeaway from it. I maybe I should see it again, but it didn't fully nothing like snapped into place for me. Like when I saw Ladybird, like it was a little confusing, but it it eventually all made sense to me. This one was confusing and it still has not made sense to me. <laughs> I got to see it now to see how how bad it really is cuz I want to check it out. Uh, well, it's on HBO Max. If you want to watch it, that's where I watched it. Um, did you watch anything? I did. I watched Loki, obviously. Oh, I watched that too, yeah. That was so fucking good. If you want to hear my thoughts on that, go uh, go over on over to Doflix and check out the full review over there. Did you enjoy it, though? I mean, how good was it? I'm ready for more. It didn't sell. It didn't. You weren't over the top, though? Well, I mean, I'm coming hot off of, like, Captain America Winter Soldier sort of stuff, you know, that whole thing. 
And, you know, the first episode of that one didn't, like, blow me away. It was a very good build, which was exciting. So, you know, Loki, the first episode, was good. And no one... No one but Disney can make a little tutorial instructional how-to video on how to get used to the TVA quite like them. If you've ever been to Disney and you've ever watched like a pre-ride movie, like that was perfect. (laughs) I I was really over the top about it. I loved it. I loved the bureaucracy of it. I loved the like the mundanity of it. I loved the callbacks and like you got to go watch the movies at this point if you're going to start watching these shows. Like it's just a fact. Like for the people that that haven't been watching the movies, or or just watched Falcon, Cap, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, or just watched WandaVision, like you gotta go watch the movies now. A lot of callbacks in this, and it's it's gonna keep happening. Well, yeah, especially I watch since that. it's all Disney Plus. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Come on, go 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 check it out. Um, I also watched Sweet Tooth. I watched the first couple episodes of that on Netflix. Have you heard about that? Do you know what that is all about? Yeah, we talked about it here once. Right. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> uh, just making sure you remember that, of course. Yeah. Okay, um, sure. But yeah, so so I so I watched the first two episodes of that uh, with my girlfriend, and we both really like it. Super enjoyable, very emotional, super sweet. It's definitely going to be a tearjerker kind of thing. Uh, anytime a dad gets, anytime a movie is about a pseudo dad that has to take care of a child that is not his own and doesn't want to. Always gonna go in good places, especially when it's like a, a comic book show. So I'm excited for that. Go check it out though, if you haven't watched it yet, Brianna. You'll really like it. Okay, I'll add it to the list of uh, things that I've already said I would watch and haven't yet because yeah. I just rather watch the same show over and over. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. I can appreciate that. No headlines tonight, everybody. I'm sorry. You were probably anticipating it, but it's a quick one tonight. I uh, I went over to the jobby tree. I got myself some bootstraps, and I, I picked myself up a jobby. So picked a jobby right off the tree. That's so a I, I, I got to get going. <laughs> yeah, I got a headlines. Got to gotta get an early night in and uh, see how that starts going. So we appreciate it, everybody. We, we thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the review. Don't go see this movie. As always, we love you. Come hit us up and check us out on Instagram, on Discord, on Twitter. All those good places. How's our Twitter? It's, yeah, it's coming along. Listen, uh, I got a job, so, you know, not not all the time in the world. So, thanks. (laughs) Next week, we are watching Pixar's Luca. Very excited about that, Brianna. Oh, the movie Uh, I thought I was watching last week. Okay. Yeah, well, two dis <laughs> two Disney movies in three weeks. You can never hate that, and a Pixar to beat. So, about a little Italian boy. Come on, what's the matter, you? What's the matter, you? <laughs> All right, Brianna, you got anything to say? And if you do not, just tell the lovely people that you love them and that you'll see them next week. Honestly, I do have a headline. I was eating popcorn last night when I was watching Loki, and. You really do eat a lot of popcorn when you go to the movie theaters. Like, I made a bag of microwave popcorn, and it filled like a bowl. But had I been at the theater, I probably would have eaten, like, three times the amount of that popcorn. <laughs> and that's all. Wow. So, breaking news. Popcorn is delicious. All right, everybody. We'll check you out. Love you. Brianna, say goodbye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, beans. Bye.